0: Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break.
1: So for those of you who aren't on the let's get intimate to your Patreon, I'm wearing official media lunch break merch right now. And uh, I got to say, um, not only do I look better.
0: I feel better. I wish you had told me you were going to be wearing the merch so I could wear mine.
1: (laughs) I know, but I wanted to surprise you. I wanted to see your face. That is exciting.
0: I'm very happy that we finally have merch. I'm very excited, And that we made a sale. uh, Oh, also, if you're listening.
1: Yes. Oh, sorry.
0: You're talking to them. I mean, I'm listening, too. Or you, whichever. Okay. But I feel like you're already going to know this. Okay. (laughs)
1: <laughs> don't don't make any bets on this. Head
0: over to Teespring, which I think I don't actually have. I probably should have. See, this is why you shouldn't surprise me. If I'd known you were going to be wearing the merch, I would use this opportunity <laughs> to plug our merch. I thought we were going to plug it anyway. Yeah. I don't know the website. Is it teespring.com slash the media lunch break? I don't even know.
1: Let's say that it's that. I feel like if you go to teespring.com and search the media lunch break, it will probably come up.
0: But see, I'm right? on Teespring and I can't find a search function. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to our Twitter. Our handle there is at Media Lunch Break. And pinned at the top is a tweet about our merch, and it has the link to it. And it's got some photos of it, too. It's got some some shots of shirts and maybe a mug and, I don't know, probably something else. I don't remember. But I posted some pictures and the link. So if you would like to support your second favorite struggling podcast, the Media Lunch Break, I just assume that it's oh, okay. there that's must fair. be a better okay. one.
1: That's true. But uh, but if a better if there is a better one, would it be struggling? Yeah,
0: I mean statistically, yeah, it'd have to be a lot better. Oh, that's
1: right. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Go that's true. to
0: our Twitter and click on the thingy there and you can we'll do this better next week. This will be better next week. But we have merch. We have shirts, we have hoodies, we have sweatshirts, we have mugs. Mm-hmm. we have so many things we have so many things so many things and chris and, and i have uh, quality tested some of these things
1: <laughs> yeah uh we we've been creating uh, a bunch uh i mean you created most of it and then i kind of fussed around with it uh, you a, made a shirt i did make
0: a shirt and you gave me the inspiration for an entirely separate listing of of items so. thank you
1: i uh but we'll, we'll also be going in there i i feel like i kind of want to go in there and just tweak a few things. So stay stay tuned on that on that site. Keep going back
0: to it because yeah, we're gonna be adding the, stuff.
1: As, since it's new, since it's new merch, we're gonna be adding some stuff. I'm, I might go in and tweak a few. Like,
0: Delete the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and then and then furiously like try and put it it'll work through the night to put everything back up just the way it was <laughs> so that Andrew yeah. doesn't notice I accidentally deleted our entire <laughs> listing things like that. But uh, yeah, so we'll be uh, I might be tweaking a few
0: things. You I know. I wonder if they have hats. I'd like a. I'd like like they a. They don't have caps. Uh, see, have I'd like, like like a trucker cap.
1: That's what I'm thinking. I know. I was looking for that too. I don't think that they do. Mm. Uh, I'll keep an eye out for that. Uh, that's a, that's another one that I wanted to do. But yeah, I, I kind of like. I like how this this one that I'm wearing turned out. Yeah, I, it looks good. I designed this, so I might you know. Gonna kind of try and I, I want to move this up a little, bit, but anyway, that's not that's what, not for the listeners. The logo, I like it, but I think it wants to go up a little, just, uh,
0: a, just a just a skosh, like two yeah. inches higher, something like that. We, uh, but yeah, we've we've quality tested quite a bit. I've I've been using a pint glass yeah. that I assumed that the decal would wash off. Yeah, after like. I don't know, a few weeks or a month. I've had it for like six months, and it's still going strong.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean this one that I got. This is the premium, the the slim cut premium tee, which is very comfortable. And
0: uh, well, it's premium.
1: Uh, as am I, and that's why I bought it. <laughs> so bougie. Yeah, but I, I like this. It's you know sometimes you get merch from stuff, and you're like, well, they just slap this thing on. This yeah. is not the case with this stuff. This is. Yeah. I'm very happy
0: with like. The quality of this. And I've got a v neck. I've got a zip up hoodie. Yes. Yeah. We were wearing some of it
1: at at Comic Con. Yeah. The tank top looks really good.
0: I actually can't say I've got a v neck because you fucking have it.
1: I do have your v neck and I will at some point give it back to you because I'll probably order one of my own. Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: Somebody ordered a v
1: neck. I know. I'm glad I put it on there. I'm very excited. Uh, Yeah. So that's exciting. That's exciting as well. So there's there's that. Uh, There was. I feel like there was one other like bido business that we needed to discuss, but maybe that's not the case. Is is the Kevin Conroy died. No, well, I was going to get to that. I was going to wait till the show proper. Ugh, but I'm uh, so sad. But since you mentioned it, yeah, that happened and that sucks. That's sad. That's very sad. And uh, I was gonna. I mean, you you put a very lovely message up on, on our Facebook.
0: Fucking nobody even saw it. I was so upset.
1: I saw it. I was, because I, usually I'm, uh, usually when someone dies, I'm the one who goes on the Facebook and not like it's a sign. It's just something that I end up doing. And then I went to go. I was like, you know what? I should go on and write something. And you had already done it. And I was like, and I read yours and I was like, well, I can't add to this. This is exactly right. Yeah. Batman died. And that's really the only way to put that. Because there are people that you will say played a part, and you there are people who will go like famous for the role of blah blah blah. Kevin Conroy was Batman. There's just no ins ands or buts about it. He was Batman through and through. When you have an impact, where look anyone in our generation who reads Batman hears Kevin Conroy's voice. Yeah, his talent and his his ability permeated to our subconscious. And is ingrained in there forever. That goes beyond acting a role. That is something transcendent. That is incredible. And I think that's why, you know, I was sad when I saw that he had died. But I was it didn't break me up as much as it did, you know, Chadwick Boseman or Stan Lee or something like that. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going because he's still in there. He's still always there. You know what I mean? Like. A movie star, you can watch their movies and they're there for two hours. But Kevin Conroy's voice is in my head forever. Always will be. Any line of dialogue that I want to make Batman, even if it's not Batman, it's Kevin Conroy. He's with me forever. And so it's one of those things where I truly carry him with me. So, you you know, it's hard to mourn someone that isn't lost, really.
0: Also, his career has made it very, very easy to celebrate. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things. And we'll get to sort of the funeral scene in Wakanda Forever about... How that's that something that struck me about that scene, and this isn't really a spoiler; it's in all the trailers. But is how happy everyone looks, and they're all wearing white. And I remember being sort of confused at first, and being like, "Oh no, it's a celebration of the life that the person had lived." And I think even Ryan Coogler said they're celebrating that that he was a gift that was given to his people. Yep. And uh, I feel, you know, it's interesting because I another thing we can celebrate is. I'll put it this way. I'm not super sure how much longer it would have been until the general population and the media accepted Batman specifically, but also comics, as a serious medium mm-hmm. without his portrayal of the character Absolutely. of Batman. Yeah, I mean, it's astonishing. They made a kid's cartoon in the 90s. Right. And it is widely considered to this day to be the best portrayal of that character and his stories to date. Yep. Absolutely. So that at least is worth celebrating.
1: Yeah. And it's and it's what makes it so effective. It isn't just the performance. It's the idea behind the performance, the idea that he went that he took the extra step, you know, when they brought him in famously like his only experience with batman had been the, the you know 60s adam west batman and he's like i don't I, that's all i know and they're like oh no 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 we're not doing that we're not doing that but then they brought him the scripts and the characters and then he was like wait so i'm just supposed to be like the same voice throughout the whole thing and he's like he's the most famous guy in, in Gotham City.
0: And frankly, Kevin Conroy has a very detectable and recognizable voice.
1: Right. And he's like, but he's the, he's a rich playboy. He's yeah. the most recognizable face in, in Gotham City. He's on TV he puts on a mask and people still will still recognize who he is just when he speaks.
0: Yeah, And also wouldn't a blind person be like, is that Batman? Right.
1: They'd be like, Oh, is Bruce Wayne here? What's he doing <laughs> yeah. here?" And so he was like, no, this guy, there's gotta be something else to the thing. But the idea that for nineties cartoon, he went, wait, let's think about this. Let's do the work. I went to Juilliard. <laughs> let's do the work. Yeah. I don't care that this is a nineties cartoon. They're paying me money to do this. Let's... I mean, I'm an actor. Let's do the work. For a 90s kids cartoon, that is... I mean, today, because of people like him, that kind of work goes into a lot of shows. Not all of them, but a lot of shows. But, it, you know, that was that was kind of revolutionary for the time. But what is lovely, it's the idea that, like, no, I'm going to take this seriously. This medium... 90s kids cartoon, superheroes, so multiple mediums really, that no one at the time really took that seriously. He took the time. He took it seriously. You know, I think he's one of the ones that really kind of also ushers in the idea that like the kids who read comics and were into superheroes as a kid stayed with the medium as they transitioned into adulthood. Not necessarily the first generation, but one of the first generations to do that. To not just go, well, that's for kids. And I read it when I was a kid and now I give it up. We keep going through through our entire lives. He's one of the reasons why. Because someone took the time and took it seriously for us. And we went, oh, this is a serious thing.
0: Yeah. I'm going to be real sad that, uh, you know, it, it was sort of a tradition for me at this point of any time uh, any DC animated thing got, you know, announced. That uh, if it was going to have Batman, I would check to see who's playing the voice of Batman, and if it was Kevin Conroy, I'd give it a thought. I'd oh, maybe I'll see this, maybe I'll check this out because if he's attached to it, it's probably going to be pretty good. And uh, and I'm, I'm not going to be able to I'm not going to be able to use that to decide what to watch anymore. That's true.
1: You're just going <laughs> to have to roll the dice like no. the rest of us peons over here. And
0: I'm glad he got to play the guy live, like live action, before it's he died. A, it was
1: about time. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, that's kind of a lovely swan. It's a shame we was. never
0: got his Batman beyond. Oh man,
1: that could have been good. That could have been really good, but it was close. You know, it was close. So 66, Ooh, man, that is young. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, really at the end of the day, what else what else is there like what is what else is left you know what i mean you, more you batman si- more batman you could have had more That's batman true. i could have had more
0: batman I Feel like you weren't listening were you not paying attention when we were talking
1: i zoned out somewhere in the middle there i'm not gonna yeah. lie uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. i tend to do that Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich. And I was trying to fit in a good Batman reference. Give me a second. Be vengeance, be the night. Just be Batman. It's not my best, but what do you want from me? They're not all gold. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I do. Thank you. Uh, my name is chris triebel alongside me as always is my co-host andrew dunn say hello andrew
0: oh uh, hi oh hello didn't see you there
1: <laughs> i was just enjoying this lovely herbal tea I don't, I don't know it sounded
0: like a commercial to me speaking of that we might have a sponsor soon
1: hey that's the other thing i was gonna try and bring up the business yes
0: yeah we we, we don't yet and we probably shouldn't talk about it too much but it,
1: it might be coming down the pike exciting things
0: but if you're on tiktok Keep an eye out for us. Go follow us yes. at the media lunch break. Yeah. And if you're not on TikTok, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get on TikTok.
1: That one that one was directly to me, wasn't it?
0: Well, are you on TikTok?
1: I think we both know I'm not.
0: Then what the fuck is wrong with you?
1: <laughs> Man, that is a list longer than this episode is
0: going to be. Let me tell you, asshole, you're about to be on TikTok a lot. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. Yep.
1: I could get behind that. So, uh, Andrew, now that we've we've talked about a downer subject of the death of Conroy, yeah. you want to talk about a movie about a dead guy? Pick our spirits back up? Is
0: it a comedy? Is it Weekend at Bernie's? No, oh. but it is Weekend at Bernie's. Too. Oh great. It's weekend at Wakanda.
1: Weekend at Wakanda. Oh, love it. Black Panther Wakanda Forever is out now. Has been out for a while. And uh man, it's doing really, really well. Doing uh to much to the surprise of everyone, it's made millions upon millions of dollars. So we're gonna get into this, and I'll just I'll be upfront with it right now. Spoilers for Wakanda Forever. Just spoilers. Through and through and through and through. If you haven't seen it by now.
0: Yeah, I think uh, normally we do like, a, hey, would you recommend this before? But I don't think I want to do that with this one. Really? Yeah. You want
1: to get into it first and then ask and say it? Or what do you want to do?
0: Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. I just want to put spoilers up top because I feel like... Like, we didn't even know who was in the suit. Like, it's going to be impossible to talk about this with no spoilers, you know?
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Sometimes I try and veer us into, like, a non-spoilers territory just to start it off to see he's this in, But it's going to be hard because, first of all, the trailers for this, kudos to them. The trailers for this while showing a good bit did not really show kind of anything at all. You know what I mean? Like I knew nothing about what I was going into when I went to this movie. Yeah. Plot wise. I mean,
0: I actively avoid, I try really hard only to watch the first trailers of things now.
1: Right. I think I saw two. And then after that, it would be like, there's this commercial for and yeah. Like I'm, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. That being said, if you've just watched the trailers, then definitely spoilers because you really don't know a whole lot of like anything. Of what's going, of what's going to be happening in this movie. Yeah. So just to set it up, plot is T'Challa dead. No surprise. And then from there, it's really about who is going to take over the mantle. If there is going to be a mantle, where do you go from here? And while that's going on, Namor comes in and his people come in and are like, hey, listen, uh, you're not the only ones with vibranium. Around here, uh, and people are coming to search at my home for it, and that's your fault, so you need to help me.
0: And I feel like this could have been cleared up with a post it if they were like, no, no, that guy did it and he's dead.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See the guy on the wall? See the mural up there? He's dead.
0: So, you actually just missed him. We just put him up in a ship, and he flew, flew off. off. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have explained this whole thing by just weekend at Bernie'sing him out of the coffin. And have you
1: ever seen uh, Weekend at Bernie's? Do you get that? Do you have that where you're at? Uh, no. Here, let weekend me, at Tell
0: tel- 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 I don't remember the name of the place. Talik Talikon
1: telecon Talicon. It's the. Ta-
0: talcum powder? Talcum powder. Something like that. Also, colonizer. It's pronounced Namor.
1: I dig it. Here's the thing. There were two pronunciations in the movie.
0: Here's the thing. It's in my notes, and it's something that bugged the shit out of me. He introduced himself as Namor. As Namor. Even yes. explained why it's pronounced that way, and nobody calls him that through the entire thing. And, and in fact, Angela Bassett calls him Namor. Everyone does. Everyone calls him Namor. And I was like, well, that's not what he said. I do love that you called me a colonizer. That was, that was, that
1: was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. So let's get let's get into this. Do, so do you not want me to ask? Did you like this movie?
0: I don't. Ha- you can ask. I don't have an answer. So you don't. I don't know. You don't know. I, 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 I think it was fine. OK. I have a lot of issues with it. Okay. All right. Here's, I wanted to be, I wanted to see it in theaters twice. Melinda, I saw it with my fiance, Melinda. She loved it. She thought it was incredible. I left feeling very underwhelmed and I wanted to give it a second chance in theaters. I didn't get that second chance. I just didn't have, I couldn't find the time to do it.
1: Maybe it didn't want to give you a second chance, Andrew. Did you (laughs) ever think That might be
0: it, honestly. I mean, I have said to you on this show multiple times... That I expected to weep through the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And I was mostly unaffected. Okay. There's a part at the very beginning that has nothing to do with the story. I mean, we're doing spoilers. This is barely a spoiler, but I do think it—this this is the other thing. I feel like this is one of the best parts of the movie— it has nothing to do with the film, and it's in the first five minutes, and it's the the Marvel Studios title screen.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The kind of moment of silence. I
0: just, I, oh my God, I cried. Yeah. Uh, because they, for any, if you haven't watched it, they, you know, the thing at the very beginning where they show all the characters and stuff, and it's like, Marvel Studios, welcome to the fucking gun show, bitches. Instead of that. It's a new
1: tagline, I think, for all the Marvel movies. Instead of
0: cursing at you like they normally do and calling yeah. you a bitch, yeah. they instead switched out all the characters for different scenes of T'Challa from the movies and had no sound. And you could hear a pin drop in the theater. Everyone was, other than me going, (laughs) you could, you know, other than that, it was complete silence in the theater as we all mourned this man together. Right. And then the other part that made me cry was at the very end when they, when she's remembering him and she sees all these scenes and I was like, oh, he's gone. I miss him. But other than that, in this three hour long movie, I I didn't, I was like, okay, like I hope they win, I I guess, but I don't, I'm not as affected as I would like to be, as I would like to have been. Okay. I cry, and I'm an easy fucking cry, too. You are an easy cry. I watched Endgame four times in theaters, and I cried from opening to close every time. So I, I think the biggest problem I have with this movie is I do not feel Chadwick Boseman's presence in it at all. Except in the very beginning and the very end. And look, I have to preface all of this as well with Ryan Coogler's done a great job taking a script that was finished. Yep. And reworking it into what we got after the guy who was going to be in 90% of it passed away. Right. And he still had obligations to Marvel, like introducing Namor and other elements of this story. I I believe people were already under contract. So like you've probably already got Julia Louis-Dreyfus in the movie. You've probably already got Martin Freeman in the movie. Right. You've got to include these characters. How are you going to do that now that the star is gone? Right. But I feel like it could have been much quicker with the same story. Like I don't think we needed a lot of the side plots. I I feel oh, 100%, like 100%.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like 20 minutes of this movie could have been taken away just in the editing room in just like there there are a lot of times where we hang on stuff just a little too long and I, I I don't know I I didn't see a movie about so spoiler alert the person in the suit is Shuri she's growing into the main character of this franchise it seems and I like her but I did not feel like this movie was about a woman who has lost her entire family. I felt like it's a movie about a woman who's really sad and misguided, and she's making all sorts of crazy decisions, and a lot of people in this movie are. like Angela Bassett's character makes a lot of very strange decisions as well, and her I I did get a sense throughout... I, I never saw a moment where, like, she was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't I'm I'm not supposed to be the person in charge. And now I fucking am. And I don't want to do this. I saw You're
1: talking about Sherry. Yeah. At this moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah OK. Yeah.
0: And I, I saw her like I saw her like put on the suit and be like, I'm going to go kill that motherfucker. But I'm like, OK, I guess, you know, but I'm not. Maybe it's just a personal preference that instead of seeing anger in response to grief, Mm-hmm. I would rather see these people grieve because there are a couple moments where you they're just like little shots where right. you see grief when, say, for example, at the very beginning, when Shuri finds out that her brother has passed. Right. And there's a beautiful moment where she just she just crumbles. Right. And I think I would have liked to, to have seen more of that kind of response. Yeah. Throughout and more confusion as well of like, what would my brother do if he was here? Like, I haven't been trained for this. I Like, I wasn't trained to be the only, like, kid in this group because it was me and him and he was going to be the king. But also, I wasn't trained to have no parents this young. Right. And now everyone's looking to me because I'm the matriarch, evidently. I didn't get that. I got, like... Well, I'm going to do this because I have to like there was a lot of that of like, well, the only thing to do now is synthesize this stupid fucking thing that I don't believe in. And now I'm going to go and pretend to see my my I'm going to go to this fake spirit world. And then she actually goes to the spirit world and it freaks her out. But I, it was a lot of like, well, now I have to do this because I have to. I, I don't I don't know. I There are good things about it as well. And I, I don't want to like totally hog this entire discussion but there are very good things about it as well but that's i think the main issue that i have with why it wasn't like an incredible fantastic film for me how did you feel about it
1: i actually loved it i really loved it it's funny because the the first black panther was nominated for best picture and i remember seeing that and then seeing that get nominated as much as i liked the first black panther i went really okay okay It wasn't like it didn't blow me away, just story wise and everything. I understand the achievement that it is much like Shang-Chi and and what it does for people of color and people of minority and getting, you know, recognition, things like that. So I I 100 percent understand that just as a movie. And I think we talked about this when we reviewed it a thousand years ago, just as a movie. I was fine with it. It it wasn't my it wasn't the best. It wasn't the greatest. So when it got nominated for Best Picture, I was I was a little surprised. This one, however, I'm like, if that one got nominated, then this one should get nominated. Like, I, for me, this is a story about grief and how you handle it and how you find your way to it and through it, essentially. It's a story about not having grief but processing it and how do you process that grief and that everyone does it differently and everyone does it at a different pace
0: and shuri does it by almost killing a merman but
1: sure but that's the thing shuri is trying to figure out how to process this yes yes shuri does it by almost killing a merman yeah shuri is processing her grief and try i think Actively trying to figure out how to do it. You're not watching someone who has processed it and you're not watching someone who has not started processing it. She is in the middle of that journey and uh, trying to understand her own feelings and her own grief. It's why she doesn't burn the the, the funeral uh, gowns at the beginning of the movie. And she has to go through all this different stuff. And then that's why she burns it at the end. It's because she's figured out that this anger, this fury that she has is not the way to process it. And the way did that we she, see
0: why she came to that conclusion. I think that
1: she, to me it was because she also witnessed Namor, who in his own way is still processing the grief of. What happened to his people?
0: But that happened much earlier on, right?
1: What What do you mean? That Namor... Well, like,
0: she, she sees Namor, and then an hour goes by, and she's getting ready to kill him, and then she realizes.
1: Right, but I think that she's going... That she's seeing this guy, and, you know, she has these... In the middle of the movie, they go together to... Not Atlantis, whatever it's. I'm just going to call it. I don't remember Atlantis. what it is. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember either. But it's not Atlantis because Aquaman got there first, so they, they're not going to say it's Atlantis. Sort of in the movies. I'm the saying.
0: Submariner got it first. No,
1: I'm saying in the movies. Yeah, in the in the movies. Yeah, yeah. So they have this. They, they, so she has this connection with this guy, and she's like, "Oh, we are on the same. We are. We are." Kindred spirits, we have a lot in common. And then I think she sees his anger and his destructiveness. And I think through this, she, the end of it is the fact that she looks at him and goes, I will turn into this. This guy's been around for thousands of years and he's still angry.
0: Because he has a th- What's that? 500 years.
1: Is it 500? I thought it was 1500. Am I wrong? No, maybe I'm doing math incorrectly.
0: Oh, it was the year 1500 and something. That's what I'm yeah, getting yeah, it yeah. from.
1: Sorry. So, yeah, 500 years. This guy's been around for, for 500 years and he still hasn't worked through this. And this is what he is. And if I don't do something, I'm going to become this person.
0: Oh, man. I didn't get that at all. Man, I literally was just like, OK, she's about to kill him. She's killed a bunch of his soldiers.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh. A hundred percent plot hole on that. I, well, I, I, I don't even know I, if it's I, a like. To me, it's
0: not. The, I'm not pointing out that it's a plot hole. I don't really. I think there are a couple very small plot holes in this movie, but I don't think they really matter that much. Right. But to me, I just didn't. That didn't come across to me. Like I, that. I. I don't know. Like I don't know what I was. What. What it was. But it. It seemed to me like she was like, I'm gonna fucking roast this asshole. Right. And then she was like, Nah. like that's how that's what i got sure and then she was like i'm over my grief now and i think maybe that's part of the issue too is like as someone who has grieved and i think a lot of people have and i think a lot of people will agree with me on this it's not something that flips a switch no like it, it it is something i almost would have preferred if she was like I don't like if it ended with her being like, I still don't know how to do this.
1: Right. And I understand what you're saying. And you're right. Grief does not flip a switch, but it does go in phases. And so I think what you're watching throughout the movie is all of these characters in different phases of grief and then trying to work through to the next phase.
0: Would you say that this is the closing chapter of phase four? I
1: would. And I believe so. Would Kevin Feige? <laughs> and, and the same thing with Angela Bassett. I think you like you mentioned how, you know, she's going about this thing and and you're not seeing her grieve, but I think she's looking at this and going, I'm in charge. I'm not allowed to grieve. Whether that's true or not, whether a person should be allowed to grieve or not, she is going, I have to stay strong, which is why. See, I also
0: didn't, I didn't see that. I don't know if I just needed her to say, I'm in charge. I don't have time to grieve or something. I don't know what I needed, but I think that's part of it is that like, I I just didn't get a lot of what was going on through the subtlety emotionally what was going on like internally with the characters there are definitely moments like when she talks to Mbaku alone and she's she's clearly very vulnerable in that moment and it's what convinces him to change his mind there's there are hints of it but overall I just felt like it's a lot of like Ah, now we're running from the feds, and now I'm fighting a fish man, and now I'm doing this, and now I'm doing that. Now we gotta build a new, and then we gotta synthesize the thing. And right, now, I'm but going also to- it's
1: a Marvel movie, so there's gotta be some of that as well.
0: Sure, I guess. I, but I, I almost would have preferred the ratio to have been flipped, because to me it felt like it was eighty percent. We're driving fast cars, and now there's a lady in a yeah. in a mech suit, and now we're doing this, and now we're fighting on a boat, and now there's FBI agents, and and that's cool, I guess, and I'm sure a lot of the dude bros who go to see these movies, I'm sure that gives them a real hard on, but for me, like, it's I mean, a, I w- I had a raging hard on, <laughs> yeah, but that was independent of the film.
1: True, fair, fair point, fair yeah.
0: point. It's because they got those vibrating seats in the theaters now.
1: <laughs> oh baby, do they?
0: But I I for me the the Like what made Endgame so good was not the 45 minute third act where they're all just like, I mean, that was part of it, but where they're all just like thousands of characters are fighting each other. It was like that the movie just dead opened with a man turning away and turning back and his entire family is dead. And like, and he doesn't know why, and there's no one else there, and he doesn't know what to do or where to go, and he's technically not even allowed to leave his property because he's on probation, like shit like that. That is so powerful. I just, I felt
1: like that was most of this movie.
0: I didn't get a lot of that. I I,
1: see. I felt. I felt. You said it was. You felt it was like eighty percent. You know blowing shit up and everything. And I was like, I actually feel the opposite. I feel like the, the action compared to, if you were to line up the number of action beats in this movie to another Marvel movie, I think you would see that it's, that it's a lot less than what is okay. what typically get.
0: I hear you, but I also think that that's an unfair comparison because most Marvel movies haven't just lost their title character.
1: No. And that's fair. I am just saying like, I don't think this was a movie I think there, this was more of a drama with some action beats in it than it is an action movie with dr- dramatic beats in it. I disagree. That's fair. Yeah. That's that's fine. Yeah, I know. I'm right. Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I have a question for you. How long uh, until Six we, and a half inches. Oh, well then... <laughs> oh, really? That's it? Around? <laughs> uh, sorry. Sorry. Um, so how long do you think... We go until we just get a team-up movie with just all the AI voices of the MCU.
0: Oh, dude, I have that in my Easter eggs, too. Because it's coming, right? Like, Do you know it's who plays the voice? Who
1: plays the voice? I was trying to Oh, place we'll it.
0: get to it in Easter eggs. Because right. it's an Easter egg. Oh, it's... it's the same person who played the voice in the first one, too. Wait, oh, it's Trevor Noah. Oh, how dare you? Uh, I said I was saving it for Easter eggs. I know, but I, I was so proud that I actually remembered it. <laughs> yes, it's Trevor Noah. But uh, I i did have the thought, like, I wouldn't be against gri- Griot. Gri- I think it's Griot. Becoming like a vision. Like if we had Jarvis vision.
1: That'd be really interesting. And we had
0: Griot vision. I don't know. It wouldn't be called vision. I don't know what they'd call them. But. Can we
1: do Friday vision as well? that's the Tony Stark yeah no I,
0: I yeah I know okay well I don't know man because there's so many because there's also um
1: I want just I don't want visions I just want disembodied voices for two hours
0: because there's also the Jennifer Connolly one from Spider-Man yes oh, I forgot about that one too yeah
1: and they're all it's a Thunderbolts like movie with just the AI voices no embodiment I put
0: this in the uh, in the Easter eggs that I all of our devices in my house are named after they used to all be named after the AI guys in the Marvel movies. Now we've run out of stuff so they're just Marvel characters. But like it was super weird to hear the name of my network attached storage drive <laughs> Because they, because I don't think they call it Griot in the first movie. I don't
1: think they refer to it at all. I or or
0: Griot, yeah, yeah. They just sort of talk to him. Yeah. And I always, when I was reading the comics, I thought it was Griot, but I guess it's Griot. But regardless, like hearing them constantly talk to, like call it Griot, I was like, uh, I don't like this. <laughs>
1: uh, what were did you, you had you had some other? Stuff. I have some some notes as well. But
0: I have so many notes. Of course you do.
1: What, why didn't I expect anything less than a, a term paper from you?
0: So, yeah, I wrote here, Namor introduces himself and then every other character spends the rest of the film mispronouncing his name.
1: I did think that was really interesting. I was like, oh, I bet they I wonder how much of this they shot before that guy said, hey, my name is Namor. I don't know. And then, uh, they were like, ah, fuck, we're not going to fix that. All right. I don't know what happened. It's so weird. Yeah, I, it is curious. It is really kind of curious.
0: Speaking of him. He saw a bunch of bad things happen to a bunch of people he didn't know 500 years ago and decided to commit worldwide genocide.
1: I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I, it's, I was trying to piece together, like I said, I did think this is a story about everyone going through grief, including him. But when I was thinking about it, I was like, but why, why would he be, his people got away.
0: Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, oh, his people sh-. were fine. Yeah. Yeah. He came back to bury his mom after she died of old age. Right. And saw some guys beating <laughs> up some other guys, yeah. none of which he knew. And was like, I'm going to spend the next 500 years fucking getting Jack to kill all of you. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of, if you were following a king and he kept promising to kill all of your enemies, but it had been 500 years since he first said that. <laughs> Wouldn't you consider finding someone else to follow? <laughs> uh, who's going
1: to, who's he going to, they can't go out of the water without their little mask, except for him. They're the, like,
0: guess, make us another little underwater town or something. Cause he for real is like, don't worry guys. I know the last three generations I said I was going to do it, but this time, this time. Hmm. Well, how long did they live? They just live regular amounts. Because his mom died at like 80 or so. He was still a kid.
1: Yes, yeah, you're right. They just live like normal lives, don't they?
0: Yes. I was like, maybe they just live
1: like slightly along it. No, they do. They just live normal lives. Yeah, they just
0: live normal lives. That's
1: why he just outlives because you know what? Here's what happens is that he's like, we're going to do this and then it doesn't happen. And he's like, oh, fuck. I'm just going to wait and the rest until of Until they're dead. Yeah. Until they're all dead. And these young people don't remember <laughs> that I didn't do something cool. Yeah. So I'll just like play it Off like I I did something real awesome yeah like 50 years ago yeah and then they all grow up and they're like do you know what he did like 50 years ago <laughs> and and then they just tell the story and it, and nobody and then he's the like
0: no 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 that was my dad Namor Senior Namor I'm Namor I took over for him yeah and the guy before him that was my grandfather yep very similar in appearance yeah but uh, they also don't have cameras because they don't work underwater so can I just say
1: by the way since we're talking about Namor and his kind of origin story I actually I kind of thought they missed a beat they could have put some sort of Eternals reference in there right yeah I really kind of thought they were going to because he says something about the god blah 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 help my people and I was like oh here comes an eternal like here's something you can it's a terrible movie but you can start to kind of weave it in and maybe you know help salvage its reputation a little bit by weaving it into these other. Here it comes. Nothing. Yeah. Really thought they missed a beat on that one. Yeah. That would have been really smart on their part.
0: Well, people didn't like that movie. So
1: no, I know, but that's what I mean. Like they, they Disney and Marvel in particular, like people that hate the, um, the inhumans. And I know it's not the exact same thing, but like in Dr. Strange, the guy, some out, the guy who played Backbolt Bolt in the Inhumans plays back yeah. Black Bolt. I said Backbolt Bolt, Black bolt. But I think
0: you've got to make sure that it's a really good scene. Then true, which makes it hard because I don't think that scene would have worked with him if everyone was like, "This scene sucks." And then they would have been like, "And on top of it, they put this they guy put that nobody knows in, in here." Yeah,
1: yeah, that's fair.
0: Oh, here we go. I wrote here, "Quote: Hey, he goes into the water a lot, so if we dry him out, he'll lose his strength." Why do you know that?
1: Here, I'll do you one better. <laughs> hey, he goes into the water a lot and if we dry him out, we'll lose his strength. So you know what we should do? Sail into the ocean to attack.
0: No, that's a good point.
1: Why sail a ship into the middle of the ocean in the final battle? They're like, and he also says, "I." and by the way, I saw that underwater village. I don't believe him, but he says, like, I got, like, thousands of people in my army. And I was like, you got, like, 27 guys. All right. First of all.
0: So one of the first thoughts I had at the end of this movie was, so this was a huge L for Wakanda, right? Like, yeah, they lost. They wiped out their entire military. Yeah. 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 I, look, kudos to Shuri for being a very trusting leader Mm -hmm. but what the if I were Namor and she hauled my ass back over there to tell them you know we surrender or whatever I I would have taken a look at that and been like oh fucking kill them all and then just jumped into the water like yeah yeah, we won kill them go 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 go. like there's like 10 dudes left there's a
1: force field around their village or around their city I mean there's a uh, and we, nobody knows what they what it what their yeah. city looks like. So,
0: but also we won. Like right. that's the thing for me is it's like we won. We we won this battle.
1: Right, but it's like you can't. You know, if if it was like. <laughs> Cleveland. Like, you can't (laughs) roll into Cleveland, blow it up, and then, like, walk out like no one's gonna... But nobody knows if Wakanda is blown up to hell, and if they sail a boat in the middle of the ocean, you're right. Like, just sink them, and they'd be like, what happened to all the people in Wakanda? Huh, that's weird.
0: (laughs) I do like the changes to Namor's backstory. I do think it was sort of out of necessity because he and Aquaman have, like, the exact same backstory. Yep, pretty much, yeah. But... I think it worked really well.
1: I think the backstory worked really well. However, I think that city looks like shit.
0: I thought it was fine,
1: it, but that's what I mean. I was like, yeah. you know, I, it like listen, Aquaman is an okay movie, but at least this like Atlantis is like the craziest fucking thing you've ever seen. And you life. I guess, and you and you, he's like, you sail, you know, in this one, Namor takes Sherry down, and he's like, let me, sh-. and they kind of play it like this is it's this awe inspiring beautiful city. And I was like, this looks like a bunch of sunken rocks. That's what this is.
0: Yeah. I will say, I think Ryan Coogler has said that he wanted both Wakanda and I don't, I don't, I don't remember what it's called Too, we should look this up. Okay. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Uh But finish the quote first. No,
1: nope. He's already in it. Let Hang me on. just say
0: this. I, I will say this as far Wait, as no, I wasn't done with my thought.
1: Oh, yeah, but you're looking something up, so I'm going to fill until you do that. No, Go ahead. I'm, I've almost got it. Nope, you don't have it. It's going to take you 15 more minutes. I have... Okay, I got it. Okay, great. Go ahead. Nope, you're taking too long. I have my standard test
0: uh, tal- in a movie. Talocan? Tal- 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 I don't remember how to pronounce it. Talocan? Sure. Sure is. Talokan. Yep. Talokan is the name of the place. Anyway. So I think it was Ryan Coogler said that he wanted both Wakanda and Talokan to show what what was possible if these small ethnicities and communities hadn't been colonialized. Sure. So like, how would Africa have like, progress, right? And I agree with you that like... You look at Wakanda and it's like, holy shit. You're like, this is what would have happened. Yeah. Well, and, and this is like the best case scenario, right? Like they have advanced far beyond the West. Sure. Everything looks incredibly futuristic, stylized. It has its own sleek, modern feeling. Yeah. The underwater nation of Ta- Talokan... Mm -hmm. It's very like it just looks exactly the same as it did probably 500 years ago.
1: Yeah. Well, the other thing is that I uh, so I have my my go to uh, test now is uh, if is a movie compelling in the way I can tell, is is there a spot I can I think I can go to the bathroom? (laughs) That's where I went to the bathroom. They went into the water. Wait, so you didn't even see it. (laughs) I saw some of it. And I saw enough because they went into the water. And as they were coming in, I went. Oh, I can go pee here. This is exactly. And and sure
0: enough, that's too bad, because I I think you might want to give that scene a second chance, because there are some beautiful shots in it that you probably missed.
1: I'm sure that there are. I saw some of them, but I was like, oh, this is going to go for a little while. And it's the and I was like, oh, I get it. It's rocks. And uh, okay, they have a little ball and they shoot it through a hoop and it's sideways instead of (laughs) because it's water and they can do that. I get that. Okay, I get what they're
0: the last thing I want to say about Namor is. As usual, I would have preferred more nuance. Marvel every now and then does this thing where I go, wait, is the bad guy right? hmm But in this actor's performance, it's very clearly a villain. Like, the way he talks to mm-hmm. the people of Wakanda, is he's he's obviously, like, a really bad person. And as soon as you say you're going to have him commit worldwide genocide, that kind of goes out the window, being able to relate to him. So, like, I, I do f- feel for, like... His upbringing and his story is very cool, but it's not enough to get me anywhere near like understanding why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah, I would have just liked more nuance. It's he's very like, yeah, I'm evil and <laughs> I'm going to kill everybody.
1: Yeah. Uh well, here's the other thing that maybe didn't do it for you and I realized this but halfway through the movie, oh, This is pretty much the plot of the first movie. Yeah. It's basically the same plot. It's a little different because it's a different country being involved in the wanting to uh, kill everyone else in the world. But it's the plot of the first movie. He's just another Killmonger. Like he comes in and he's like, all these people are bad. We should go and kill them all. In the first one, he's like, no, I'm Wakandan and Wakanda should go do it on her own. And in this one, he's just like, let's just team up and then we'll kill everyone. Yeah, it's it's basically the plot of the first movie. I also think they missed a beat. So basically, he comes into so he blows the shit out of Wakanda, right? And then they're like, "We gotta go and get on a boat and go to the middle of the ocean and take the fight to him." But he says, "I'm coming back in a week." So couldn't he have just made the third act like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to home alone this shit throughout the entire city. Yeah. And he's going to come back and it would have been, I think that would have been great. You know what
0: movie that happens in? What? The Seven Samurai, which wrote the book on assembling a team. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. Because they know the bandit. that's the whole plot of the movie is that there are bandits who who every year ransack this town. Right. And they're like... We didn't have a very good harvest this year. Yeah. So if they take the food they normally take, we're all going to die. Yeah. But they're going to show up on th- they they normally show up on the third week of this month. And so they're like, OK, we have that much time to prepare the town. So, like, I agree. That would have been Whatever a great
1: the paychecks come in. The paychecks come in on the third week of the month.
0: If you're lucky. So, yeah. Uh Yeah. Here's a, speaking of you brought up that scene. He throws all the water bombs. And Which, by
1: the way, I actually love the water bombs. They're cool. Can I just say? Yeah. They're very cool. It's very, cool.
0: very unique. He throws all the water bombs. He breaks the glass. Riri Williams falls into the water. Angela Bassett goes in after hmm Rwanda? That's not her name.
1: Nope. Not even Rima- close.
0: Ramonda? Nope. Ramonda. Yeah. No. Doesn't matter. Angela Bassett dives in and goes to save Riri Williams. Oh, actually,
1: Williams. you are close. Ram... No, maybe it is Ramonda. It's Ramonda or Ramonda, Ramonda.
0: Yeah. I think it's Ramonda. It doesn't matter. Wakanda, Ramonda. Two problems I have with that scene. It's a beautiful scene. That's my first problem. No, okay, it's my, my two problems are one, Angela Bassett, this old woman, hauls this grown woman out of the water onto the the floor, mm-hmm. and then her face falls into the water and she drowns. I guess. I guess. Because we didn't see that. They just come in and they see Angela Bassett's face down in the water. And Riri Williams is all the way up on the ground. Why? Yeah. On her back. She threw her, I guess, like in the last push. Just like uppercutted
1: her. Just pushed it like a basketball.
0: But she's all the way onto the ground. She's not like half on. She's like all the way out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like she dragged her out of the water. And
1: then jumped back in and killed herself. And then was
0: like, all right, I got to go fucking kill myself. (laughs) And just, like, jumped in. So here's a way I can fix that plot hole. Namora's still there. Mm -hmm. So... In her weakened state, he just fucking drowned her. Mm-hmm. Like Riri she pulls Riri Williams out, and he's like, "Oh, you're not getting away though," and just like fucking drowns her, and waits for people to show up. And it's like, "I told you, I mean business. Your mom's dead." And then fucking flies off with his little <laughs> his little hummingbird. I
1: think they just missed a beat by not putting just the line, "Your mom's dead." <laughs> even with even if it's just the other like the scene plays out as it is in the movie, yeah. just before he flies out, he's just like, "Oh, and your mom's dead."
0: And then he's like. That's another thing. I thought his little foot wings looked stupid.
1: I mean, they look stupid. They, But again, it's not like the greatest design, even in the comics. Here's like, the
0: other problem. Okay. Here's the other problem. Okay. Why didn't he just fucking walk over and stab Riri Williams?
1: Oh, he's like, oh, she's unconscious. Let's just.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just walk over and just like snap her neck or some shit. Like, yep. The whole point of this was that he wanted to kill the person who designed right. the vibranium detector. Yeah. And she's right there. Your mom's dead. And he's just like, ah, she'll die eventually and just fucks off. I wrote here, it's a series of very smart people making horrible decisions. The Queen demotes Okoye for failing one time after everything she's done for them in Wakanda. Nakia doesn't give her beads to Shuri to save the woman underwater. She's like, no, we have to go. Come on. And she's like, but it'll start a war. And she's like, I don't give a shit. Your mom's dead. Your mom's dead. All the American stuff
1: gone. Just get rid of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're all just really long trailers for stuff to come, right? None of that right?
1: comes to fruition, and, and he's, it makes no difference on the plot. None.
0: Yeah. Nothing. It really doesn't. They use Riri as like a prop, as like a, a MacGuffin. That
1: was the other thing I was going to say, and then and then I'll let you finish, but since you brought it up, the other thing I was going to say is that I really hope... That our introduction to all of these new Avengers is not just them being MacGuffins in all the other movies for the old Avengers. I mean, teams. thus
0: far, pretty close, That's right? That's what
1: I mean. America Chavez, Riri yeah. Williams, like they're just MacGuffins. I'm like Even
0: um Oh, I forget his name. I think Patriot is his name or Captain Patriot or whatever. The um the the from Falcon and Winter Soldier.
1: <laughs> you knew what I meant. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. The his grandson, who's in the show, yeah, is yeah. I think his name is Patriot in the comics, but okay. it or it's something Patriot or Patriot, something. Uh, I don't remember. I,
1: that sounds right. But yeah,
0: he's just like the old guy's handler. You know, like they're right. all just like it's almost like they're testing the waters out to be like, do you give a shit about this kid? Right.
1: But also, like the last two movies between America Chavez and and Riri Williams, they're literally like. Someone's coming to kill this person. Yeah, yeah, I know. They're just a thing. And I'm like, cool. So the next time I see you, I don't really care about you. Even
0: without the setups, I'm getting real sick of just them doing that too much anyway, because I said this to someone a few months ago that it'll be real nice when they eventually decide to give us a Doctor Strange movie that isn't an origin story or him babysitting. Right. Because in No Way Home, he's just babysitting Spider-Man as well. Like, Let
1: me I, just see some cool shit from Doctor Strange. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Anyway, what were you going to say? I was going to say, gonna say?
0: Uh, won't the police still be trying to arrest Riri Williams once she gets back? No, she says we've taken care of all of
1: that, didn't we? Didn't she? I don't know. Yeah, I don't Sherry remember that. says we took care of all of that. Right. Yep. That's good. She couldn't do that ahead of time? Well, she was busy, you know, trying to dry out that guy in a toaster. No, no, so. no.
0: <laughs> I mean, when they go to get Riri Williams and the FBI is after her. Oh. Couldn't she have just been like... No, don't like if if she has the ability to sort all that out. Couldn't she have just been like, "Hey, sorry, like she they killed FBI agents, yeah." They like, did. just go out with your hands up and be like, "Hey, this is a misunderstanding. I'm Wakandan princess, blah blah blah."
1: Diplomatic immunity. Yeah, yeah,
0: I I don't know. I just whatever. Quote. Oh shit, she got an Iron Man suit. Quote is indicative of every problem I have with this film. Like okay. I heard that and I was like, this could have been a beautiful moment where we. The audience doesn't know, like, especially people who don't know who Ironheart is because they don't read the comics, but they love these movies. Mm -hmm. We could have seen, I don't think she's 15 in this, but in the comics, we could have seen a 15-year-old black genius IT student Mm -hmm. who was so heartbroken by the death of Tony Stark that she's made it her life's dream Mm -hmm. to figure out how he did what he did. And instead we got, oh shit, she got an Iron Man suit. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I needed it to be more sentimental, this whole movie or what it is, but I just didn't feel like there was any emotional. She's getting her own series. So I, I wonder if they're saving some of that for her series. A hundred percent. But I, if you're going to include her in this film and this is the first time we are seeing this young woman in an Iron Man suit and it is so reminiscent of the first time we saw Robert Downey Jr. in the Mark One, right? Where he's like just using this like bucket of bolts to escape uh, uh, people who are trying to hurt him. I. It just would have been nice if there was a little more weight to it to that moment for me. Yeah,
1: but if you think about it, if you're echoing the first one, there wasn't like a whole lot of weight to that first moment.
0: I disagree. I actually just rewatched that movie, and it, it it's so beautiful when. Like, there is a huge moment where, like, they're like, I don't know if it's going to make it in time. And he he shows up and you see the suit. See
1: the thing, yes. But he just basically, I mean, he walks out and he starts kicking ass. And that's basically what. When- Eventually.
0: But I just mean there is a moment where the camera just sits on him for a moment and you get to take in. Holy shit, what is this? And with this, we got. Oh, shit, she got an Iron Man suit. It cuts to her for a second. She pew-pews them and then fucks off. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I guess. Like Again, there's nothing inherently wrong with the decision to do that, especially in a movie that's already two hours and 40 minutes long. For sure. But it is indicative of sort of the other small problems that I have with this movie because I don't feel like there's ever a moment—and maybe that's the point— and I don't want to... I'm going back to a point we already closed the book on, but I never feel like there's a moment where the characters sit with what is going on and acknowledge that, like, this is what's happening, except at the beginning and ends of the film in a lot of different aspects, like, sort of, like, the 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 many deaths that this family has experienced over the past few years.
1: Right. But I think that's the journey that they're on, is the idea of, like... Sure. they They Fine. spend their time trying to find ways to... Avoid sitting with that grief and truly going through it. And the idea is like, we've done all this shit and all this other shit has happened. And it comes to the point where she goes, after all this is done, going, you know what I need to do? It's just sit. And you just need to sit with... My grief.
0: I think then I maybe needed someone to be like, "Hey Shuri, are you sure you're not just doing this to avoid grieving for your, the loss of your family or something?" Like her mother, but her,
1: but her mom does that when
0: Namor first shows
1: up when they're when she pulled you know sure when they're around the fire and she's like, "You haven't burned the,
0: the- but uh, but then maybe that the problem with that then is that like I barely remember that moment because instead it's the introduction of Namor and he's like, "I'm going to fucking kill all of you," and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like that's what I'm on now. So I, I don't know I don't. Know if it, like I said, I don't know if it's that I needed more weight in those moments, or like more time in them, or I needed. I don't know if it was that like I was missing like a sentimentality, which is a sort of thing I don't normally like in these kinds of stories. But I I don't know what it is. Like I'm right, but I, I think wish you,
1: I, you also have to earn the sentimentality, and I think that's what the movie was. It wasn't. You know, this is not a movie about. Listen, Chadwick Boseman died what two years ago at this point. So we've had that we've gone through as an audience and as as fans, we've gone through that. And now we're sitting with this with the the sentimentality and the grief. What we're watching is them going through the stuff that we've already gone through. So we're on the other side. Maybe
0: that's why it's boring to me. Maybe because you're going like this. I mean, why can't you just get through this? You know, I don't even want them to. I want to see them get. I want to see them work through it. That's the problem. I don't want to be on the other side necessarily. I just want to see it happen, and I don't feel like I did.
1: Right, but I think that's what this whole movie is—is
0: is them working. through I know, through this. and you—you you saw something I didn't. But like this whole movie to me is—I And is, I
1: still have the ability to go and pee at some point too. I
0: know. this whole movie to me is—I'm very sad at the beginning of this, mm-hmm. and now I'm gonna do a bunch of other shit for two and a half hours, mm-hmm. and now I'm not sad anymore. And I was like, okay, I I guess I don't think. But that's the thing is, I don't think it's that she's not sad anymore. Sure. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm having difficulty grieving and working through everything. Now I'm going to have a fucking world war with the FBI and with Namor and his entire like underwater army right and now i'm on the other side of it or whatever whatever it is like i didn't i didn't feel a process i see, an emotional okay, process right. i felt like checkpoints that were like, I don't know, every 45 minutes there was like a moment where we actually had something, but it was, it, for me, it was few and far between. Well, see,
1: I think. And I don't I-
0: want to talk about this anymore. There are some beautiful high speed camera shots, like when the car flips over the bridge, the windows break in the throne room, when Mbaku gets punched, they slow everything down, and you see these very slow, high-resolution shots that are very cool. Yeah. Great fight scenes, but I did keep finding myself asking why don't they just poke a hole in the water mask? That's true. The bridge fight scene in particular. It's very cool. Very cool. But I, that whole time I was like, why isn't she fucking trying to stab his mouth thing?
1: (laughs) He he runs her into that spear thing, and I I And her arm is dislocated.
0: When after that. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, but When I she did. goes down, she's like trying to crawl away and she can't. No, I
1: caught it. Oh, no. It was, it's, I can't remember the last time I watched a fight scene and had a visceral reaction yeah. of like, oh, That was
0: a, oh, that was a, that was a really cool scene. I feel like a lot of this film could have been saved in the editing room. I just wrote that. I feel like For there's sure. a lot of pacing issues. For sure. Here's something I want to get into. Predictions that we made. Here are the, I'll start with the wrong ones. Okay. Because we got a lot right. Which might surprise you, but the wrong ones, Chris. You with my ego, it nothing surprises me. <laughs> Chris, you predicted that Nakia would be the one in the suit, just based on the fact that she was the first one. Which one is Nakia? Lupita Nyong'o. That she was the first oh, person Nik- we saw in yeah, the trailer. Yep, yep. I thought that Shuri would trade her life for Killmonger to save her family. And one thought that I had was that an enemy could be in the suit, like someone has infiltrated Wakanda and stolen the suit. Yes, I remember. Yeah. Here's yep, what yep. we got right. I predicted Shuri is the new Black Panther, Shuri goes into the spirit realm, Shuri sees Killmonger in the spirit realm, Ironheart Mark I gets destroyed and she gets a new suit, and you predicted that, because I, I had predicted that Shuri would die, and that was wrong. Be, and that, that was entirely based on Angela Bassett screaming, I've lost, lost my the, whole the, family. family. Yep. And you thought it just meant her husband and son, which was correct. So we got a lot right. I just want to give ourselves a little little pat on the back. Let's talk about the post-credit scene. Let's do it. We see a little kid, and he's like, Mm -hmm. "Hello, I'm T'Challa." I don't know why he sounded like that. (laughs) Oi, 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 I'm T'Challa. Look at me, look at me. I'm T'Challa now.
1: I'm the T'Challa now.
0: going to cut that out. Don't like the accent. I was trying to do the real accent. Yeah, I know. I don't like it. Okay. Sh- That's why I didn't do it. Okay, sure. It makes me uncomfortable. Okay. Like calling me Black Vision.
1: Uh, I mean, I wasn't going to do it again, but now that you brought it up, now I am going to do it.
0: The name of the movie, mm-hmm. I feel, is referenced, maybe not entirely in this, but it, it in this scene, but it really drives it home which is that kings are temporary but wakanda is forever. So even though we've lost Chadwick Boseman, even though we've lost T'Challa, there will be the the country will go on, the movies will go on, the stories will go on. They're still with us, blah blah blah, et etcetera. Et cetera. I think
1: this post-credit scene was so that they could have T'Challa, which is the character from the comics in the movie even though the guy who played T'Challa in the movie Died, and then this kid can grow up and be still be T'Challa, and then they do kind of the comics thing where they just are like, never reference the fact that he's not the original T'Challa, but he's T'Challa, just like in the comics,
0: and that's Black Panther. Maybe in a couple years we'll we'll see a new sixteen-year-old kid, and he's like, "Hi, my name's Tony Junior." Yep, exactly. Nobody, he didn't. My dad didn't tell the world that he had a son. But here I am. Yeah. Speculation about him joining the Young Avengers. I think that's slim at this point. He's very young, I guess. But I mean, in theory, he's at least I mean, he might just look very young because he's got to be at least seven years old. Yeah, because five years during the blip,
1: right? I forgot it. I keep forgetting about the blip. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think he just looks younger. I mean, the actor might be young as well. But mm-hmm. remember, Wakanda's kids, Wakanda's kids, Wanda's kids <laughs> are young as well. <laughs> yes, but Wanda's
1: kids are not real. They will be.
0: <laughs> Fair point. They will be. But right, it's only a matter of time before Wiccan and Speed is that his fucking name. Doesn't matter. But the, before they're in the young. I thought you meant the drug. <laughs> PCP. Get a hold of those kids. Uh, yeah. so I I mean, it's pretty clear that that's what they've been going towards with like every single new show and every single new movie. There's an introduction of some young character.
1: Sure. 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 I don't know if this kid's I don't know if this kid's going to be introduced yeah. though, or going to going to do it this time around. And
0: a lot of people have been speculating on that. Here's a, a, a prediction that I actually have. That I haven't heard anywhere else. Okay. I think we may see a future version of him helping out in Secret Wars.
1: Oh, that could be. I've heard similar. I haven't heard that exact one. I've heard similar things where like, yeah, they're going to find a way to age this kid up real fast, he goes into a dimension yeah, he goes into something yes, I I think I don't even think that,
0: I even think like, there's this great thing in Dragon Ball Z where like, everybody thinks everything's super cool, and then this guy shows up out of nowhere, and he's like, hey, by the way uh, you see that baby over there? I'm him 20 years from now and I'm here to give you a warning about this horrible evil that's coming and help you prevent it from happening because it destroyed my timeline. We could even have an older T'Challa Jr. coming back to in like two movies from now. Yes. Oh,
1: no, no. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that that I think the T'Challa, the kid that they introduced, that kid will not be in the Young Avengers, I, but a version of that character could appear somewhere else. Yeah.
0: Also, they've recast Cassie Lang like four times.
1: Right, but that's the thing is, <laughs> I think they're laying the groundwork so that they can have the, a T'Challa character take over Black Panther, but also not get the ire of like we had to recast T'Challa because the guy died. Right. No, I hear So you. how do yeah. we rectify that? And I, I agree. I think they're they're laying the groundwork of like let's introduce his son. Uh, his son's really young, but we do have the multiverse, or he could step into a dimension or something like that. A pop pocket dimension and he you know it's been 30 seconds but i was there for 10 years or whatever yeah and now he's yeah, a 25 year old or man. they could just
0: do another blip or, or blip, something anything, equivalent but of i like, think
1: they're just like we have this character in our pocket and now we can bring it out and age him up however we want yeah blah 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 comics
0: but like whatever the what's the next movie coming out don't oh uh ant-man that movie could start with Five years later, yeah. Right. like, and all of them could just be five years from now. Absolutely.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah.
0: You want to get into some Easter eggs? Let's get into some Easter eggs. And no more is the... officially a mutant.
1: Yes. We got the word mutant. I like that. They're just like all out now between this and Ms. Marvel. They're just like fucking yeah. mutants.
0: Well, and it's interesting. They've been, I see, I feel like they've sort of been slowly dipping their, their toes in. They've been just sort of wading into the waters because we right. even got pun intended, Huh? pun intended. Wading into the waters. Anyway, go on. Because of Wade Wilson. No, because of Namor in water. Uh, yeah, I know, and he's in the water. Yeah, it's great. Those was great. Thank you for uh, interrupting my momentum for that. Oh,
1: yeah, I'm sure that's going to be revolutionary. Whatever you got, <laughs> go
0: for it. But the uh, like, I think his name is Ursa Major. Is it was introduced in Black Widow. Who's a mutant? Yeah, they, they called him Alexi, yep. which I think is his real name. But yeah, he and yeah. I remember seeing that, and we were the first ones to cover that. Actually, that there was a mutant yep. in or or a character from the X Men. Yep. In a Marvel movie, officially. And then we got sort of the reference to, ah, uh, in Miss Marvel, oh, there's a mutation in your genes. Oh, that's interesting. And then we got fucking Patrick Stewart right. in Doctor Strange. And now we're like, no, I'm a mutant. No, it's a so, mutant. So, like, we've, the, the snowball is in full force. Yep. It's rolling down that hill, and we are going full steam ahead towards an X-Men movie, which is super cool. Yeah, it's great. Riri Williams has a toy of Maz Kanata from Star Wars, who is voiced by Lupita Nyong'o. Where does she have that? Oh, is it in her dorm room? No, it's in her um, little workstation. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's like on her desk. Oh, cool. Uh, Val, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is in this. Sure. That's that's there the Easter go. egg. There you go. No more <laughs> is the feather serpent god because he links the sky to the sea. Oh, interesting. Yeah. He shouts Imperius Rex, which is his catchphrase from the comics. Yep. Trevor Noah reprises his role as the voice of Griot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Killmonger says of T'Challa, he let the man who murdered his father live, which could honestly be Zemo or Bucky. Oh. At the time, I thought it meant Bucky, and then I saw like a, a video that was a review of it. I thought and it meant Zemo. That's what they said, and I was like, oh, it didn't even occur to me. I assumed because Bucky was the one who actually who did actually
1: it. Who actually did Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, here we go. <laughs> this is... I don't know why this is in this, but uh, I'm just going to read it exactly as I wrote it, and we can decide whether or not we want to take up more time about it. Great. Who is this pandering for? Every fucking Disney movie has a gay kiss thrown in at the last minute because they think it'll win them some points, but who is it actually for? The gay community does a like it because it's always thrown in at the end of the film rather than utilized in a way that promotes validation and acceptance. And the right wing doesn't like it because they're deeply closeted and a lesbian kiss forces them to look into their hearts and question their 25 year heterosexual relationship. So who is this for? It's for me.
1: It's for me. I just for the left leading cis straight person who doesn't actually want
0: a gay character in the movie who
1: who wants to feel good about when they see a gay kiss at the end of the movie they go ah oh, i'm okay with this that's who it's for lightyear
0: had this star wars had this now black panther has this where it's like well we're not going to we're not going to make the character like it's not going to be an important issue that comes up and we're not going to see how like their sexual orientation has an effect on them and their community, we'll just throw in a forehead kiss.
1: No, it's for me. So I watch that kiss and I go, I'm okay with that and that makes me a good person. just bugs me. That's who it's for. It's for me. Also, they're uh, Riri Williams, when they offer her dress and when they're being held captive and they offer her dress and they're like uh, she's like, don't put it on like Leia in Star Wars and uh, something something and and then, and that chick from, from Indiana Jones, all three uh, that she says, Disney properties. Yeah, it's true. Oh, Belle, Belle from Beauty yeah, and the Beast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun, fun little,
0: I had an Easter egg. I feel like things worked out okay for Belle though, right? Yeah, it worked out good for her.
1: Worked out okay for Indiana Jones too. Princess Except Leia. Uh, wasn't
0: she, oh, I'm so hesitant to use this word. Wasn't she in a non-consensual relationship with him? Indiana Jones? Yeah, because she, she says she was a child.
1: Yeah, but they don't ever define what that age is and what, what the ages are of those Well, that people. makes it
0: just fine, then. Yep, it's totally okay, then. <laughs> all right, great, we did it. Those are all my notes.
1: We did it. There it is. All right, excellent. We made it through this to the other side. This episode is so
0: long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, that's why I want to go on to the... Should we go on to the reading assignment? Let's go
0: on to the reading assignment.
1: Excellent. Andrew, you gave me... Is it the monuments? Or the is it monuments? monuments. It's the monuments, right? You have more information on like the writers and everything because you, we, you, you met these people at Comic Con. I correct? sure did.
0: Yes, I met them at Comic Con. I wish I could remember it better. It was very quick. We were very drunk. <laughs> I wish they were very God, drunk. God, I wish I was drunk. I remember their booth. I don't remember who was who. We got another one by some of them, but not all of them. This is the only book that was written by... It was a, it was a booth with three guys, mm-hmm. and this is the only one that was written by all of them. Okay, um, Others were like... Uh, there was like two of them worked on this book. One of them right, worked right, right, on this other right. book, stuff like that. One of them did the art for this other one, and the other two wrote it or whatever. This is the only one that was written by all three of them. Right. Uh, they are Michael Bracco, Oliver Mert, and Mike Eisenberg. The uh, It's... It's a cool story. We'll get into it. It, it. it was funded by a Kickstarter. Oh. The Kickstarter, I just looked this up today, their goal was $5,000. Do you know how much they made? $500. $7. No, they made <laughs> nearly $50,000. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that insane? That's
1: incredible.
0: I feel like as well, it was literally like 000, like eight hundred and sixty or something. Right. And I was like, just... Somebody else donate a couple hundred bucks. Like get yeah, get this up
1: to an even even number. 50, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Just for my OCD. Yeah. Uh what did you think of this book?
1: <laughs> uh I actually really liked it. So so The Monuments is about it's a little unclear if it's a future or if it's just a like a parallel timeline type of thing. I'm going to say it's a parallel timeline and just go yeah, with that. Yeah, I think so. Where basically it's um they're these giant monuments, giant robot monuments. They're stationary. They're, uh, they're you know, revered and kind of worshipped and gawked at and a tourist attraction and things like they're that.
0: They're mech corpses. But they're mech
1: corpses. And nobody remembers. They're so old, nobody remembers how they got there, what they did, or why they're there, or who put them there, or whatever. But they're just there. And then all of a sudden, some guy just pours out a one and is going around and he encounters this bartender. And the two of them get sucked into a whole thing being chased around as he's going like, no, I got to get to this thing because I'll explain everything later. This is all going to make sense. Trust me. And other people are chased chase. It's a chase movie or chase movie. Jesus chase comic. Uh, and meantime, there's a parallel storyline of how the guy got into the thing in the first place and where all these things came from. I really enjoyed this. Actually, this is a really interesting and really compelling story, uh, I think And and it's brisk You know, you gave me four I don't know if it's when you bought it It's one... Huge trade paperback. Yeah, right? it's
0: one trade paperback split up into four. Into four sections. Four issues? Yeah. I chapters? Guess. Four chapters. But, I mean, the four chapters,
1: I mean, it's very brisk. It it goes kind of like what I was saying with the guys from Wayward Raven last, last time. What I really appreciate, and um, I think this is really the mark of a good writer, is you jump right in. There's not a whole lot of exposition. They don't spend a whole lot of time setting up, and because of beauty is the structure of the story is the exposition. You're supposed to find this out as it as it goes. Every time I try and steal my bottle, it just keeps it makes it worse.
0: Um, <laughs> there is a fine line between. Exposition and over explaining. Exactly. It reminds me a little bit of a little kid trying to lie, where he's like, No, no, I didn't do that because I was over there and then I did this and then I picked up this and I wanted to pick up this, but it wasn't there. So I went over here and then I left and I did that. And you're like, Just you're making it up as you go along, clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it is nice that there is, you, you sort of just jump in and you pick up some things on the way and other things you don't really need. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You'll pick it up, you pick up the things that you need to pick up when you need to pick them up. Yeah which is really, really good. The, uh, the art style in this is listen, it, it's not the prettiest looking art style, but it fits yeah. this story. Yeah. And it immediately sets me in the mood of the world that we're in. It's kind of, um, I don't want to like, I, I, <laughs> The word I want to say is sloppy, but that is not a good word because it's it it makes it sound bad and it's not bad, but right, it's, sort of
0: intentionally sloppy.
1: Yeah, I guess is is a good way to put it. It's rough and it's like messy and it's crowded and it's you know uh, which I really like. Again, it gives it immediately gives you that feeling of like, oh, this is what this world is and this is how I'm supposed to feel about it. It's dirty and it's the artwork is dystopian. Yes, it very <laughs> much is. It's kind of yeah, it's kind of dirty and grungy yeah. and kind of. Yeah. yeah. What did yeah. you think of this? I
0: should ask. I really liked it. Um, I think there's yeah. a couple small things that are like, did they explain why the guy fell out when he fell out?
1: No, there are one or two things that I thought of as I was reading. There wasn't a whole lot where I was like, I'm bumping on this or like, mm-hmm. this. you know, again, I, for the most part, I really enjoy this. I don't think they explain. Explained why he fell out like, like what caused that event to happen they may have and i may have missed it i'm also sure. copying to the idea that i'm a dumb person i <laughs> may have missed it
0: it's kind of unlikely that we both would have missed it though but right. uh, one thing i do want to say and i want to say this without spoilers so i have to be very careful about the way i word it mm-hmm. there is something that happens near the end mm-hmm. that gives three characters a very interesting change to their relationships mm-hmm. that I think is very bold. Yes. I don't, again, I don't want to say too much, but there's. I think I know what you're talking it about. It goes so in a sort of. The relationships between the characters changes critically Mm -hmm. very quickly Mm -hmm. and is warranted like it's not like you're not like oh why did that happen something happens and characters relationships to each other turn on a dime and suddenly maybe friends people who were friends are now enemies people who were enemies are now friends people who have been like sort of traveling with each other maybe now are separate it's it's a very big change that is very interesting yeah they do a great job. There is sort of one main character in this that you're mostly following. Th- I would say there are three main characters and a couple B characters, but there's one who like you are really getting a story arc for that I think her her arc is very well fleshed out. That like you you're are, talking about the bartender? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get a very good sense of why she is making the decisions she's making and what she needs to get out of these events. yeah, and i I think they do a great job with that. and And the other characters as well, actually, you get very good insight into their background yeah. as well. And yeah,
1: I, you do. And, and it's compelling. And you do get a lot of you you get a lot of insight to who these people are as individuals. the the only note that I would give, and maybe it it would help the spot you were talking about as well, is that I think they could have taken a little more time this is a very plot driven story it's very much about like these people are going to this thing and they have to get there because of this and these events happened 800 years ago and it's very much like this is the story and these are the the events of the plot however this is a story about two people being stuck together right and they don't ever let it breathe for a moment because after a while I found a point going like why is she still going with him?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe a moment where they're sitting around a fire, getting ready to right. sleep for the and night ju- and, just and just talking, talking
1: and, and her being compelled to go with him because now you've gotten to know this person and what they're about. And now a reason
0: other than because the police are coming for me. Right.
1: Cause in this world, it they do build it to be kind of a,
0: what? A spider just landed on my monitor.
1: Oh God. I thought a spider landed on me in this world that they're building <laughs> Think of it as like um, Tatooine or like a most Eisley feeling, you know, yeah. it's scum and villainy all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like when the police are coming after her and she's running away from them and she's with this other guy at a certain point, I'm like, why wouldn't you just split off and just be like, yeah. listen, I'll dodge the police somehow, but I'm yeah. getting away from you. All right. You're you've been problems. I hear you
0: because there is I, I did have a moment as well of like if this were happening to me in real life. I would stay with the police and be like, no, no, I'll tell you anything you want. Like, I don't know this guy.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So I I was just, I think that was the only thing where I was like, I really like this story and I like these characters. I'm looking for a little more of like, I understand why she goes at first and she feels kind of stuck to him. Yeah. But then at a certain point you realize like, oh, she could, she can split off now. So why doesn't she? Where's that? You know, what is that? You know, which would also enhance that like turn that you were talking about. At the at the end. Yeah. So that's I, I, that that was honestly the only thing that I was thinking about.
0: I think also there is. It's funny. The one thing I really actually kind of bumped on if I had to pick something because I do really enjoy this. This story is. And again, I'm going to try to do this without spoilers because there's a thing at the end. There's a there's a I don't even know if you're going to understand what I'm saying. But there is a moment at the end where it looks like the ending is going to go a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then the, the bartender, based on the events that happened in her past, decides to step in and do something else. Yeah. I'm going to solve this problem a different way. Right. And then they don't. And then they don't. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. And then she's like, eh, never mind. I know exactly
1: what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know exactly what you're so saying. So I feel like
0: if that had been... I think that needed a little more weight or a little more or I needed more of a catharsis from that moment. I think
1: there's there's points in this where they can they and this is in some ways a compliment to their writing. It's so good. You can take the time to sit and allow that. And I don't just mean sit as in stillness, like even in a climactic moment like that. Take the time to let that moment breathe and sit because you've earned it. I like what you're doing. I like the characters you've given me. I like the story that we're in. So you have earned the ability to sit me down and just let it breathe for a little bit. I will go with you. I will. I will pause with you on this on this journey. So like, don't feel like you have to rush. You know what I mean? Don't feel like you're you're taking up my time. Because
0: yeah, I was going to tell you it only took me like maybe an hour, hour and a half. Oh my
1: gosh, I breeze
0: through this yeah. so quick. Yeah, but overall. I really like it. Where do you know
1: any spots they can people can find this? To, we can point them to.
0: You can definitely find the book on Amazon. Okay, great. Uh, again, it's the Monuments by Bracco, Mertz and Eisenberg.
1: It's uh It's a. Uh, is it self published? Or do they have a publishing label? I think it like is. It?
0: I think it's self published.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I believe that it is, but I wasn't sure if there was just something I was missing.
0: Or you can send them an email at themonumentscomic at gmail.com.
1: Awesome. Love it. Yeah. Okay. It is up to me to give you a reading assignment, is it not? It is.
0: And uh, if you would is like... Is there another Comic-Con book? If you would like, I can assign me something for you.
1: Is there something you were planning on having us do, or did you want to... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, then let's do it.
0: This is a book. I went through my, my stash mm-hmm. of books that I got from Comic-Con. And there were, there were some that I was like, I don't know, maybe this one, maybe that one. But this is one that I have been anticipating reading for a very long time. And so I really want to read it because it's very popular. It's getting turned into a TV series. And so uh, I don't know. Maybe it already is. I don't even know. But it, uh, I know that it is on the docket at least. So I would like to finally read this. It's a bit of a brick, but it looks like it'll go quick. And it is... Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer by oh my gosh. David Crownson. This is amazing. I know. So uh this one though, I I don't know if I can find online. So I don't I don't know. That's incredible. <sighs> but it looks it looks very quick. Like the, the panels are huge. Yeah, and there's not a okay. whole lot of dialogue. Okay. But uh yeah, I I have heard about this one for a long time. I've seen a lot of talk about it on, on the internet. I am down for this. Have you heard of this at all? No, but no. Uh, I am down
1: for this automatically. I've, this, I'm excited about this.
0: I was trying to think, because I was like, I kind of want to do the opposite. I want to bounce around in tone. Mm-hmm. But I was like, the Monuments, monuments doesn't really have like a a serious tone or a funny tone or you know what i mean like i was like do i go dramatic do i go funny because i also have a book called mr beaver that i really want to read that looks very fun (laughs) oh i think you told me about mr beaver (laughs) yeah yeah so uh i wasn't sure which way to go so uh, i uh, but this is one that i've wanted to read for a long time oh i i like this way
1: i like that you've gone this way i like this a lot nice all right well there you have it so let's see, uh, I think that's about... Oh, actually, hey, Andrew. Yeah? You know, you seem exhausted, but I tried not doing this for you, and you didn't
0: like it, did you? I didn't. Oh, no. All right, hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. Yes? Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com, slash the Media Lunch Break. You can also find our merch somewhere somewhere uh teespring somehow teespring, i think yeah something something we'll figure it out yeah just just go to our twitter which is at oh you don't actually know do you no i was throwing it to you this is, uh, this is well, i'm not we... there yet okay. oh i am there <laughs> twitter is at media lunch break and you can uh, see it pinned right there yeah it's right at the top it's the the most recent tweet That we have Twittered. Elon Musk has tried to keep the man down and he can't fucking do it. We're too good. We get back up Mm -hmm. and we post merch. I was trying to think of something funny to say, but I I, okay. I couldn't think of anything. I thought, I thought that was good on its own. I think it. I think it stood on its own. You're too kind. We're also on Facebook. I'm told we're also on Instagram, where our handle is at the Media We're on YouTube.com/slash the Media I have so many ideas for videos, Chris. So many ideas, and we can see some of those ideas on YouTube, and we can see some of them on TikTok, where our handle is at the Media Lunch Break. And uh, you should definitely go to the Media Lunch Break on TikTok because you might be able to pay us without paying us. Yeah. Man, isn't that living the dream? Living the dream, baby. <laughs> Holy hell. You can also visit our Patreon if you'd like to pay us by paying us. Yep. And that is patreon.com slash Uh You can send us an email at TheMediaLunchBreak@gmail.com, at gmail.com or you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. I've lost the spider. <laughs> it's gone. Oh, no. I don't know where I went. Oh, no. It's probably in my beard. Oh, yeah, that's true. Special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. For uh, just being super cool. Amazing, as always. Uh, yeah,
1: like Andrew said, you can leave a rating and a review in. You can leave it right in app. Uh, if you leave a five-star rating, you can leave basically whatever review that you want in there. It doesn't even really matter. This week, if you leave a five-star rating... Why don't you just leave us... Where you think that spider is right now, actually. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let's do that. Leave a review, and in the review, just name a place you think that spider is crawling around in right now so that whenever Andrew reads the reviews, he just has to think, is it in this place right now? Is it in my
0: butt? Is Is the spider in my butt?
1: Is it in his beard? Is it in his butt? Is it crawling around on his child right now? Is it in that microphone waiting to pounce?
0: I'm more worried about where it came from because it's a a baby spider.
1: Hmm. Mhm. Mhm. If you leave a rating and review in app it really does help. I I don't I, I don't know how. I I, I know you were going to ask it, but I don't know. Just do it anyway though. It really does help. As always, uh, you know, next week, oh baby. It's going to be the best damn day of the week is a Tuesday news day. Oh my god,
0: there's going to be so much news, Chris. So much
1: news. But the following week, I don't know what we're going to do. So here's the deal, guys. If you have an idea, if you're like, hey, I watched this thing. Can you guys, you guys should talk about this. You guys got to check this out. Send it over to us if you got a suggestion. If you are like we've been doing with the monuments, with the guys from Wayward Raven, with uh, Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer. If you were a creator, you made something. You wrote a comic. You shot a pilot. You've shot a short film. You shot a long film. I know you shake your head and shot a pilot every time and do I do it partially because I get that that nod from you? Yes, I do. Uh, send it over to us. Send it over. We'll give it a shout out. We'll give it some love. We will point people to it as much as you want. Or like I said, if you're just like, hey, I just watched this thing. It's on HBO. You guys got to check it out. I want to I hear what your opinion is on it. Send it over to us. Okay? Or you got an idea for a reading assignment. Send it over to us. Just be like, hey, don't be reading this Let's be reading this other thing. Other than that, like I said, I don't know what we're going to do in two weeks. We will figure it out. I'm sure there's something coming out. We'll figure it out. But other than that, that's that's pretty much it. There it is. We made a thing. There wasn't a thing. Yeah. And now there's a thing. We did it. And that's how easy it is. Guys, go out there it's and make a so thing. so easy. If you're listening out there uh, and you, you're not doing anything while you're listening to this, Start doing a thing. Start making a thing. It's that simple.
0: Chris, it's as easy as recording and editing a two hour long podcast.
1: Absolutely. There it is. There you go, guys. Uh, That's it. That's all I got. Really? That's all I have. Find that spider? Not yet. That's funny because I have. Where is it? I'm not telling you. What? Nope. You're going to have to find it. You think this is a goddamn game? I do. Nope. You're not getting any closer to it. Although it's getting closer to you.
0: No, he's fucking gone.
1: I can't tell if it, he's
0: closer or it's just big. He's absolutely gone. Where did he go? You go on the floor? I'll never tell. I will never tell, sir. I'm more concerned about the fact that there are like chewed up wood shavings on my floor. <laughs>
1: Maybe he's hiding in there. Maybe he has a whole family in there. It's a fa- little family reunion in the wood shavings. Who hurt you? <sighs> Who didn't? That's it. That's going to be the end now.
0: I guess.